The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too be forgot and never forget them your friends and you are ready for one silver and one, one, one gold. gold keep going oh, sweet, oh, sweet, sweet cherry all What'd you say your name was again? <laughs> Welcome to the very new New Year's episode. We're killing it. We're killing that big marshmallow. He's that, dying. Every year, we, instead of dropping a ball on New York City, that seems violent, we eat a giant marshmallow. Mm-hmm. And I, was, we I was thinking spe- Ghostbusters. It was a Ghostbusters goop. Well, Don't I, they? No, they good. sing, your love keeps lifting me higher, right? Mm-hmm. Shit. I got, I got. Your love keeps listing me higher, and Auld Lang Syne mixed up. What does Auld Lang Syne even mean? And like it's the, the like actual the, phrase or the song? The the fa- the phrase. It means like days days gone by or something like that. No, that's stupid. Well, I mean, it no, is what it, doesn't it may sound be right. It might be stupid, but it is what it it is. It's like it when means. you know when you have like really old langs. Yeah, sure. and you and you put up a sign because you want to sell all of your old langs before the end of the year. What's your guys' favorite New Year's Eve tradition? <laughs> I like the tradi- the tradition where we all talk like old timey prospectors every twentieth. <laughs> I like the tradition where we all eat them little wieners wrapped in bacon. Yeah, that's that, a good one. That's a good one. Is that a? Tra- Are there New Year's traditions? I don't know of any. That's a thing. My mother in law tries to get us to eat cabbage. Every year, but I don't really? know if that's a tradition. Can you talk to her about that tradition? I don't know. What if we start? What if we started a tradition where, like, in the last minute, like in the countdown of seconds, you blurted out to one of your loved ones a terrible thing you did to them that they didn't know about in 2012. <laughs> but as soon as it turns over to 2013, they're not allowed to get mad at you. I love that double that's, jeopardy. Like, get it in right at the end of the year. Yeah, like a what? little like amnesty. 10. Nine, Let's take it in. Eight, eight. I kissed your sister. Six, five, what? Three, two, two one. one. And it's Woo! Over. Clear. How about how about we take it one step further? And any crimes you do mm-hmm. in the last minute of the year, you cannot be you cannot be punished for. That but sounds like something fall. the Joker could exploit. Mm, uh, I didn't think that's about worrying that. to me. He could that exploit guy, that fucking ruins all our everything traditions. there's no trust there it's the thing yeah. uh this is my brother my brother me it's an advice show for the modern era uh we are saying i mean we're saying goodbye to 20 does i yep. oh god i'm not ready i know did you guys done get it did you get it did you think I mean, i'm not yeah, asking no, you i definitely got it 
I know yeah. all you guys got it, but like, did everybody get it in 20 does? I've been seeing a lot of reports of getting it. Mm-hmm. Please tell us in like an overwhelming, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a wonderful lifestyle display of the effect we've had on your lives. Just start, just start tweeting at us all the ways that you got it in 20 does. I've seen so many Twitter status updates telling me how how much people have gotten it. And we're not talking small potatoes or small fries or little fish in a big pond. We are talking about big fit big fish in a big in a big pond. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. It's it's got a, so you're saying they reach in, use the bait of positivity, hope, optimism. And they put those fish into that barrel. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they shot and it. And they uh-huh. shot the fish. No, they shot the but, barrel. No, you I think you, you the open barrel. the barrel and put the pickles in it first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and then you, you put the it. fish in to eat the pickles. And Let's, then you shoot the barrel to release the fish back into the wild. The Listen. horse swallows the barrel. Uh-huh. I don't know why she swallowed the barrel. <laughs> Perhaps she'll die. Listen, we're better at advice than idioms. <laughs> but here's the weird thing. Only barely. <laughs> so here we go. My girlfriend and I recently purchased a delicious chocolate bars during a trip abroad to give to gifts to friends. Unfortunately, while unpacking, our dog found the bag with the chocolate and started chewing on it. We were lucky enough to stop before Marmaduke! Dog... <laughs> he thinks he's people. He thinks he's people. He could tear open any of the wrappers, but many of them now have visible bite marks. Since then, my girlfriend and I have been arguing about whether or not it's appropriate to still give these as gifts. I opened one to see if they were okay, and it had a pattern of indents that very clearly showed that sm- some small animal had been chewing on it. Since the wrappers are mostly intact, she thinks it's okay to give and pretend to be surprised if somebody brings up the bite marks. I feel guilty and think we should throw them away and buy some new last-minute gifts. Who is right? How would you feel if you got one as a gift? That's from Confectory Conundrum. Man, a, li- a nice, easy one to start. Yeah. Show I'm no out. joke. I would fucking cut all ties with you if you gave me some food, some food stuff that looked like it had been gnawed on by a raccoon. Even what are you better talking the about? moment when the, your friend goes, "Are these bite marks?" and you go, "What? No, what? just that's eat how it. French people do it." Shh. No, it's that fancy bite mark candy. Have you not read about that? Have you God, not heard about this? Book. They have been gnawed on by small animals, but they're Parisian raccoons. The Parisian raccoons eat nothing but mint leaves for a month. And it infuses the flavor into the chocolate. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't I mean, get it in mainland. You know what? Just give it back to me. I'll pretend to eat it. Your only option is like to just be straight up honest and be like, hey, there's going to be some bite marks on this. Don't worry. My dog didn't get through the wrapper. But like, that's, then you need to follow that up with, and I also still, got you some that, other stuff too. Is that's that very good whack. enough? Is that good enough? Travis, would you eat? If somebody gave you that guarantee... If somebody gave you that 100% no dog spit on this guarantee, but yes, those are what his teeth look like. Listen, would you still I'm party gonna, down I'm on that? I'm not going to answer one way or the other yet because I want to throw out another factor. These aren't just like Snickers that they picked up at CVS. Like this is some interesting foreign candy, I presume. I don't give a fuck if it's caviar made out of Fabergé eggs that I could sell on eBay. This has got <laughs> dog mouth marks on it. Griffin, can no, you stop? No, what I'm saying is there's can a level you- above it. Can you please stop interrupting Travis so he can admit to us that he would eat dog candy? No, no. What I'm saying is when you get part of it is like, you know, if it's in a foreign, the wrapper's in a foreign language, you display it somewhere for a while until it becomes gross and you throw it away. Travis, say the words. Hey, did you see this chocolate? <laughs> I Look at this chocolate I have. I Come into my den. 
It's not American. Like that. That's why I'm showing it off. Is because it's not American. I have I have chewed on foreign candy to show you. <laughs> I'm never going you to your house being again. Really hateful. What? No, I just want you to say that you would eat the dog candy. I would not eat the dog candy. Santa you would totally... some standards. <laughs> you, you would just, you just eat display like, it prominently in my house. You eat like uh, hot dogs that have spaghetti in them. <laughs> no, I don't. Dog Ooh, candy. No, that's super gross. The two things I will not eat: Skyline hot dogs and chewed on dog candy. <laughs> Can I say I, I know that this is perhaps like the wrong time to express this? This like Christmas just having passed us by and all, but. Pretty much with every thing, time someone gives me something, uh-huh. they're basically telling me, they're telling me that I have to find some place to put it. Mm-hmm. Like the best gift you can give me is not to have the pressure of eating something or storing uh, something. So this is a good, then this is a great gift by your metric because they know exactly where to put it, which is to say the garbage. Put it right I, in the put it right in the garbage can. I wanted to bring this to buy to prove that I got you something. But I'm not going to let you eat it because it has is clearly been chewed on. But I want you to share this funny anecdote, uh, even though I'm not going to let you eat this dog candy. I got you a gift that almost killed my dog. So that's like mm-hmm. the ultimate sacrifice. That's basically what Gift of the Magi was all about. Ooh, what if you said that like their dog tested and mother approved? <laughs> <laughs> my dog seemed to really like these. Maybe yours will too. <laughs> Take this and kill your dog. Merry it's Christmas. Dog, it's dog chocolate, I think. How did you not see this coming? How could you leave foreign can- the two things dogs love to eat more than anything else are chocolate and irreplaceable things. Right. Those are their two favorite mm-hmm. snacks. And you somehow combine the two into a chocolate bar that you could not easily obtain here in America. And you mm. knew your dog was a gastronomical risk taker. You knew, you knew that. that. You Ooh. knew he likes to dance on the racer's <laughs> edge. Is this Heart- is this sea salt? I'll give it a whirl. It's is a there, little unconventional. Is there any dog that's not? I think if you eat poop more than once, you are a gastronomical risk taker. <laughs> How about a how about a Yahoo answer? Uh, oh, long story short, you need to go get some new presents. You go are right. get some new anything. <laughs> this is my um, dog Andrew Zimmern. <laughs> um, this Yahoo answer was sent in by Ira Ray. Thanks, Ira. It's by Yahoo answer user Crystal Ira S. Ray. Crystal S. Who asks, "What are some simple ideas for family circus act?" I am looking well, you for get Billy and Jeffy together. I am looking for ideas for my family. There are my parents, me, 21, and three sisters, 16, 11, and 8. We have our family reunion party next weekend, and it's circus-themed. So we need a simple circus act that we can do. It can be funny or something really cool, but simple and cheap is what we want. If you have any ideas, please let me know. Now you can make a family circus joke. Now you're allowed. But let it percolate for a bit. You don't just have to fire it off prematurely. Give it time why, to ruminate. Why don't, why don't you here? Here's what I'm going to suggest. Why don't you save the family circus joke, uh-huh. put it in like the back third of your brain while okay. we're doing this bit, and then at the end of the bit, just like drop it on us. But don't like, just say the names of people in family circus. <laughs> I think now it's going to be, be a whole thing. Oh, there was going to be a whole thing about following footprints <laughs> and like who did it, not me. Like some really specific deep cuts. The, the problem with comedy. Uh-huh. Is that it? And dubstep versus dubstep 
is that it doesn't have a drop. <laughs> is this from your is this from your thesis? <laughs> Comedy, comedy versus dubstep, dubstep in the yeah. modern this, age. This is <laughs> for my thesis comedy. This doesn't have a drop. Now, tr what Travis has provided us is the opportunity for a drop. Like, people are going to feel the comedy drop of the Family Circus gag coming, and then he's, and then when they least or most expect it, he's going to drop it on them. Oh, God. I can't, fu <laughs> I can't fucking wait for out of nowhere. Just. Bill Keen is the creator. So, I. I think if you're choosing between funny or really cool, I think we're definitely going in the first camp. Like, this is a family circus act. You have a nice Has anyone prepare. ever, okay, has anyone ever watched their friends or family perform any kind of act and thought, man, that's so cool? Like, you're not going to be able to pull that one off. Um, if you've been working on something for years, outliers, uh -huh. then I think that you, that maybe if you have like a hidden skill you've been practicing, but like, don't just try to pick up the Fushigi out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Are you already like a professional magician? I, okay, so I was curious as to why the, the, the sweet Christ's name, the per, the paterfamilias of this organization were like, oh, it's got, it's got to be circus themed. But I think maybe they made a few unwise Amazon purchases like Justin and do have these Fushigi balls. Maybe they have been fushiging for six months, and they have absolutely no venue in which to show it off. They're tired of getting shut down when at every family function they mm -hmm. say, hey, does anybody want to see some contact juggling? Mm -hmm. And everyone says, no, I don't, I don't want to see that. Mm -hmm. Now you are making, you are dragooning the entire family, everyone you're related to, into watching you contact juggle. The good news is probably no one's going to come. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to be here for this. This is a family gathering? Is it a reunion? It sounds like it, yeah, because they use the word reunion. I, uh, you gotta go erotic. It's gotta be, it's gotta be strange Whoa. and erotic, like a Cirque du Soleil level of eroticism. I'm oh, not okay. saying, I'm not saying like, hump your, hump your sisters or whatever. I'm saying, you know, hang, hang a hoop from your butthole and then they jump through it or what or, i've never seen Cirque. i've never seen cirque du soleil but i think that's <laughs> what, what if you humped your sisters and made it like an aristocrats joke oh 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 oh, oh. is this I a whole family is this a whole family of circus people i think if it was a whole family of, of circus i think if it was that justin they'd know what the fuck to do <laughs> they wouldn't be asking yahoo answers maybe some people are some people aren't what if Can they like to keep their family and professional life separate <laughs> did you see did you see dick grayson came mm -hmm. isn't that sad who is that man with him that's so upset why is they are they relate are they friends what is the nature of their relation why did he even come you're saying 50% of the family, maybe the mom's side of the family, the grandma's yes, side. the Flying Graysons. All, the, all mm -hmm. Flying Graysons. The dad's side, mostly dentists. Mostly dentists and accountants and tax adjusters. Right. And lien holders. I don't know what that and is. Tax that like. And taxidermists. And mm. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? You know you uh, can't use more than four-syllable words here. Yeah, I get, a little, I get a little tongue-tied. Excuse me. Um, why is there a... Uh, what what is the venue for this? Is this living room a circus performance? Is it at the is it at the JCs? Is it at the KOC? Oh, is it God. at the KFC? I just hope it's somewhere private, somewhere, 
somewhere private, somewhere indoors. Can you please tell me the park you're going to be at so I could be in another state, please? Can Can you put up one of those, like, bug spraying tents that they put over houses, and then that can be your big top, and maybe they are, in fact, spraying it while you're doing your thing? That sometimes I go to the park and there's guys with foam swords and I just think, how dare you, sir? That's my whole day now, is that. And you're doing that here. Do that in the privacy of your own home where I don't have to be secretly jealous of you because it oh, looks awesome. It looks so cool. It does look cool. Do Why can't like- I be that self-assured and or done <laughs> that I can just <laughs> fight in the park with foam swords? That would be yeah. sweet. Do you think any LARPers listen to our... Listen to our, our lepers, lurpers, no. social lepers. Any leopards? Um, I I think that there have just by law of large numbers, we have so many listeners. I think there's somebody out there, somebody out there who's been to Monster Camp. Trav, you been to Monster Camp? I don't even know what that is. Cool, cool, cool. 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 Uh, I guess it's about time to move on. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you guys waiting for a joke? No. <laughs> oh, I, I don't have anything. <laughs> Jeffy. <laughs> PJ. <laughs> the dad's an alcoholic. <laughs> is he? Yeah, yes. Is he? <laughs> get your, get your revi- revisionist family circus history out of here. <laughs> no, it's absolutely true. The first comic strip I'm looking at it right now is the kids running in from a football game. The dad looks really sad sack with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And the caption is, we each had a little bottle of soda. Daddy brought his own in in his pocket. <laughs> That's Holy the first shit. family circus? Yeah. Oh, it's an early strip. It's from 1962. So it and used Daddy to be- is, in fact, an alcoholic. So that would be a good family circus act you could do. It's just your dad gets drunk. I was like, what the fuck are you kids doing? <laughs> Please stop flipping around and shit. I'm embarrassed in front of your Uncle can, Dave. Can you kill your grandma and then have her appear above you in a little circle? And she's wearing angel wings and she's looking down on you. And, and she and says, it's, just, it's a great trick, but I can only do it once. Here comes the next question coming at you. From me to you. My fiance and I have been discussing future Christmas traditions as we face the next candle nights and all others as a married couple. I am adamant that we will not be sending Christmas cards as it is an outdated tradition given all the methods of staying in touch with this wonderful age provides us. How do I convince her it is a waste of time? That's from No Noel Notices in North Carolina. What are you talking wrong. about? What a, yeah. what a cringy thing to say. I know. It's not an outdated. It's like... I love it. I love getting a good Christmas card in the mail with great typography. Especially now that my friends all have babies. It's like a great way of keeping up with babies. Uh, And it is it is one of those like things that doesn't translate to like email or text message or anything. Like someone could email me a picture of their kids and it's like, oh big fucking deal. But you send me a nice card, shows you put a little thought into it. 
that means something. Yeah, yeah when that con- when that baby pick exists in your tangible space, in your physical surroundings, then you treasure it. If it's just zeros mm-hmm. and ones, it's like, who the fuck well, is this kid? If you email it, what you're saying is, hey, you should print this out, cut it down to a normal size, <laughs> and then put it somewhere, I guess. I don't know. I didn't f- think that far ahead because you probably stopped on step one. I tell you where where it has been really good. What I have used Christmas cards most for is like they're a nice conversation thing. Like, uh-huh. for instance, I have uh, our friend Slice sent us a picture of his of his uh, big baby Kevin, and it's a great picture because he has a little car that he's driving, and there's a little tree attached to the roof. Uh, uh, and it's awesome, and it's uh-huh. and it's cozy coop. It's a great picture, but like I would I might have seen that on Facebook and like scrolled on by. But now that it's like in my house, when my dad comes by, I say, "Hey, have you seen yeah. Slice's kid in a while?" It's, it's in, great. It's in your zone. It's I've in got, my zone. I've got like four or five babies just like chilling in the kitchen now, and whenever it's I'm great. cooking, I just look over. Did you get Justin Russo's? You know I did. And Mackie Russo's. God damn, that's a cute little baby. I think you're misunderstanding. Question asker. I think you're misunderstanding the 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 utility of Christmas cards, which is to say not. There is none. Yeah. No there one no ever purpose. got a Christmas card, even back in like the sixties, and thought like, oh thank God. What a valuable mm-hmm. dispatch. Thank God you got this across <laughs> thank the Thank God front I can now identify their children by sight. Right. It's, thank goodness. It's a way <laughs> it's a way of like getting um get, you know, letting that person know that you care about them. It's a it's a it, homecoming pick. That it's a homecoming pick or an engagement pick that's mm-hmm. like saying just like this is what I look like this year, and that's handy to know. That's that's good knowledge. It really is just like a thought thing. You know, we got lots of Christmas cards in the P.O. box this year, and man, I was fucking touched. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was Thank nice. Thank you, people. Uh, Travis was reading them to us. We're actually, this is how we enjoy, we can't go through everybody who sent us a Christmas card. Um, but you know who you too are. Many. But you know who you are, and we actually all sat in one room in front of the fire Drinking some eggnog and reading our Christmas cards. That is not Throwing them into the fire. Mm-hmm. Tossing them into the fire casually. Well, only the shitty ones. <laughs> only the shitty you ones. You know who that... you are. Yeah. If it had a white baby on it, it was not going in the fire. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. Why? Why does it always Why does it always, always, always with you? You always like that with you. <laughs> Uh, I got another question. Is that a good tip for a question asker? Just make sure the card has a white baby on it? <laughs> no matter what, include a white baby. Include a white baby. Or a baby I... in white face. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> I was Griffin, I have to tell you something. Yeah. I am currently wearing the slippers you got me for Christmas, and it is like it is like cruising around doing my morning puttering on a cloud, on that a was... mobile cloud. That was all Rachel. Well, Rachel thank her for me. Said, these look exactly like Justin's feet on the inside, and so we uh-huh. bought them. I finally understand that song. You know that one Kanye Christmas song, shoes. "Don't Let Me Into My Zone," with also oh. Jay Z, mm-hmm. also starring Jay Z. I've often, I think, I misunderstood that as some sort of like um, mental state mm-hmm. that you get into, where once you're in it, you're unstoppable. No, I think these slippers are my zone. Right. The original transcript of that song was Kanye saying, "Don't let me into my slippies." <laughs> and they said that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> That's not a good rap song. It's, it doesn't have a very good meter. And also, <laughs> Mr. West, people are going. People are going to make fun of you if you say "slippies" <laughs> on an album. Jay Z was like, "I don't know. I kind of like it. <laughs> I kind of like it. This is going to be a good CD we're making together, Kanye. This is going to be a good record. Watch the slippies. 
Watch the Slippies. Please don't scum. Please don't scum. And then we're going to we're going to watch the Slippies tour. But we mostly mm-hmm. just stay in our sweaty pants. <laughs> just chill. Let's just watch some <laughs> catch up on Homeland, and stay in our Slippies all day. Order some za. It'll be nice. Just bro out, Kanye. Let's just when bro. was the last time we just broed out? Man, that fire is getting a little low, Kanye. Put another fire log on that. Let's see what see what Brody's up to now. Ah, uh, uh, no one man should have all these slippers. <laughs> You do, uh, you know. I said that, I, but you actually are right. I I have too many slippers, Kanye. Thank you for pointing that out to me. Do you need me to refresh your cafe au lait? No, you're. Remember good. when? Remember when after Katrina, Kanye was like, "George Bush doesn't care about sock shoes." And it's like, <laughs> I guess you're probably right. Hey, I was in a three point five year relationship, my first one ever. Uh, congratulations, and was dumped a little month over a month ago. Should have read first, oh. Justin. Should have finished the sentence. Should have read a little bit faster. It was far from a perfect relation. A sizable chunk of it was long distance. We didn't have much in common, and I think when it ended, neither of us were really happy. I've started seeing a new girl, and I'm feeling pretty happy, but I can't shake the feeling that I might just be rebounding. I don't want to make such a predictable mistake, but I also don't want to rule out the possibility of finding the right girl. How can I separate real feelings? From the rebound, and that's from Love Longing in Long Island. I don't believe in the rebound. Like, I don't... Yeah, personally... I think that rebounding is either... You either make the decision before you get in the relationship, like, I want to rebound, or after the relationship is over, you look back on it and say, yeah, that was just a rebound relationship. Well, yeah, that's, the, on... said... that's the only way it works. That's the only way that that... What you've just described is the only two ways that that situation can shake out. No, what what I'm saying is, like, you're never in the middle of a relationship that you're really happy in and it's going really well and go, you know, I think this is a rebound. Right. It's not a classification that the relationship falls under. Like, hold on. If I put together this element and this element, (gasps) it's a rebound relationship. I mean, like, Like, I, I, I married my wife on the rebound. Like, she had just split up with her very long-term boyfriend when, mm-hmm. when the two of us started dating. And, like, if I had, um, for some reason, shunned that relationship because she was on the rebound or uh, or, or she had done the same, mm-hmm. I, I would have missed out on, like, the most important relationship in my life. So I, I'm not I'm, – I'm loath to, to sort of say, like, dismiss or try to categorize this relationship too much. I – I mean, because Teresa you recently had just gotten out of a two-year relationship three weeks before we started dating, and we've been together almost three years, and we're engaged now. So yeah, you're engaged. Really... What? Congratulations! Oh, sorry, I meant to tell you guys. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I do. I think there's something to it, though. I think, I think when you get out of a relationship that you're not exactly happy in, you do kind of go mm-hmm. buck wild. You do go a little out of wild. Like, I don't think that's a myth. Yeah. I'm not saying that the next disagree. person you date. I'm not saying the next person you date is the is a mistake, but there's a much higher chance that it is. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I I will be honest with this and say that Teresa and I did then like move in together like four months later, and you know moved a lot faster than maybe we would have if we were both like you know coming off I don't know coming off of long term singleness. But I mean, that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. I don't regret that. I think it just makes you a little bit more open to the idea of happiness would be a better way to put it. Hmm. 
You know what I mean? Where you're not maybe as trepidatious, you're not maybe, or you go the other way and you are, you know, much more afraid of it. And that is usually what kills your happiness. I, I just don't, I, I think you should be careful about, uh, don't overthink it. If you're not mm-hmm. happy in the relationship, by all means, get out. If you're happy in the relationship, who cares how it started? Who cares how long it's been since your last relationship? You got 3.5 years of experience yeah. uh, with with relationshiping. There's no uh, non-compete on this. Put Just your skills to use. Don't, don't like, get so bonered to, like, find mm-hmm. someone else that you ignore the lessons of those three and a half years, though. Like, those three and a half years, that's a long-ass that true. That, that's a long-ass time. You probably learned some shit about what you want from a, from a partner, from a partner. So don't, don't like, don't ignore that. You know, don't just go looking for the first, first thing with holes. Oh God, yucky! It's my movie? favorite, favorite Shia both flick. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like a Mr. Bucket. I'm talking about like <laughs> a living human being. I do you if you think... do fuck a Mr. Bucket though, that'd be hard. I bet that would be hard. Yeah, because he's always um, like he's always like spitting. Well, the out. balls pop out of his mouth, so good luck trying to keep him in. Right. Um, the uh, if you if you if it was bad at the end, that might feel comfortable for you. You have to have keep your head on a swivel and try to see. Griffin's right. See if you see the same patterns, because if you see the same patterns, you may have just gotten back together with somebody who is like the last bad relationship. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just if you're happy, don't think about it too much. Don't try to overanalyze happiness. Just be happy. And you know what? You may get sucker punched. In a month, you may think like, oh, man. Ah, crap. I This was a rebound relationship. I messed up. But, but you could also sabotage yourself now by being really happy and it being a good relationship, but now trying to determine whether it's a rebound relationship or any nonsense like that. You're going to end up screwing yourself over by right. overthinking it. Just, exactly, get, just always think of the fact that in the NBA, you get points for rebounds. Ooh, mm-hmm. That is true. So how Wait. bad can they really be? <laughs> just improve your stats. Just get your stats up. You can't get a triple-double unless you get three re three rebound two rebounds mm-hmm. it's three, three rebounds two oh, you get listen, points when for the other re- guys when the other guy's bouncing down the court and mm-hmm. he throws it and he just he just misses all the hoops mm-hmm. and then you get then the a, ball back a guy comes along and punches him in the dick i am so tired of turning on google and having the first google news story that pops up be like this player punched this player in the dick it's tuesday <laughs> yeah tomorrow there's gonna be a new one Stay I, tuned. Keep can 2013, can everyone's New Year's resolution be not punch someone in the dick maliciously while playing basketball? Mm-hmm. Should be I think pretty I easy can take, for me. I can take the pledge. <laughs> wear, this, I, wear this promise ring. <laughs> I'm going to wear a promise ring that explicitly can states... Please get a celebrity YouTube video about not punching people in the dick. Hey, Just in basketball terms. Hey, mm-hmm. it's me, Tofa Grace. Listen... <laughs> Listen, keep it, keep when it I, fun on the court. When I ball. Not on the court. When I'm balling, I'm never balling, which is what I call punching someone in the balls on the, to- on the court. When me and Toby Maguire are, are balling and shooting And hoops. Toby Keith. And Toby Keith. <laughs> and Marissa Tomei. Uh, when we're all balling on the court, 
<laughs> the craziest, the craziest basketball celebrity basketball tournament ever. Except for any tournament involving the Harlem Globetrotters, it would be the craziest. You're correct. Keep it on the paint. Can we just say just that? Keep, keep it on the paint and not on the taint. Put your fists, <laughs> put your fists away. Put your dukes down and put your dunks up. <laughs> that was good. I dunks, dunks, not donks. Dunks, okay. <laughs> not donks. Guys. I have a Yahoo answer is pressing. Okay. And depressing. It's sent in by Will Befort. <laughs> Thank you, Will. It's by Yahoo Answers user Flocks, who asks a business question. <laughs> Would it be nice if Subway sell three inches sandwich for a dollar? Is that the whole question? In December, they have six inch for $2, so it would be three inches for $1 if you eat half. <laughs> it's perfect for when you're not hungry but you do want to experience the subway ambiance <laughs> i want an excuse to talk to this sandwich artist i've got my eye on you know uh, this <laughs> do you know how when you finish your subway sandwich mm-hmm. be it six or 12 inches and you are full as fuck but you're sad because there's no more sandwich to eat this is like a little boost. This is like a little booster pack. <laughs> booster so th- you're saying this is a way to get a nine or fifteen inch sub. <laughs> I'm saying yes. Round up. Just tie this to my other sub, please, with sub string. <laughs> you're a sandwich artist. You should be able to swing this. <laughs> make it you're in a, a sandwich modern artist. What? Make it in an L shape. I don't care. Get as gay as you want to with it. <laughs> get, gay, get gay with this mixed media sandwich. <laughs> I don't care oh, if you made it look like a duck face. I, I don't care if the guys at the plant make fun of me. I just want my extra sandwich. Let me get a six pack of Subway nuggets. Which <laughs> <laughs> is what I call three inch sandwiches. Listen, I want to eat a four long, but I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a foot long, but instead I'm gonna get four three inch longs because I want to eat four of something. Oh god! I think I'll feel fuller, and there's more paper that way. <laughs> Three inch subs at Subway. Uh, Maybe that you you know what that would be good for a sampler. Mm. If you want to like try four subs, yeah, I know. But I mean, but then you're quadrupling the amount of time that that sandwich. When you order a chicken, when you order a sloppy sloppy ranch chicken chicken bacon, when you get one of those, they have it streamlined in their brain. This is how food service works. It is a manufacturing line where they know the fastest way to slop it and flop it down and get it from the from their table to your mouth. They know the quickest mm-hmm. way to do that. When you are quadrupling that process, I don't think Subway's going to go for this. Can we just be honest and say that the worst thing about going to Subway is the smell is of that the you restaurant. have to stand there and stand eye to eye with the person making your food as they like contempt uh, with every extra topping you want. You're creating more work for them, and you get to stand there and watch them judge you. Um, I used to work next to a subway. I used to work at a TCBY next to a subway, which is like the healthiest job I've ever had. And um, I was getting my lunch one day, and uh, a lady that was making my sandwich cut her finger like through the plastic glove with a knife and was like, oh, fuck, and then put her hand behind her back and tried to make the rest of the sandwich with one hand. <laughs> what like she's like she's on top chef like yes very much like she's on top chef moreover she got blood on the fucking like i saw you you were holding my sandwich <laughs> when you cut your finger through it like no there's no way 
There's no way. By introducing a three-inch sandwich, you're creating a lot more opportunities for that sort of thing to happen. Correct. That's what. That's where I'm at. That's what worries me, I think. you. I mean, the biggest concern, and I wish I wasn't as worried about this as I am, but with with a three-inch sandwich, you also run a good chance of getting stuck with a little curved knob, nubby end that's not oh, really worth a dollar. God, it's not worth a fucking penny. It's not worth the stomach acid that you would use to digest it. Oh, right. God. Yeah, you, lose all, you lose so much sandwich real estate. You lose so many teeth trying to chew that nubby, nubby nug. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> the smell, the can we nug. all, I've brought this up twice now and nobody addressed, like, uh, recognized... You, do you guys not agree that Subway is like the fucking stinkiest place on earth? Like you walk <laughs> into that place and you walk out and you smell like you smell like there, the shoes of somebody who's been working at Olive Garden. There's for, a gas station about two blocks away from me that is a gas station and Subway restaurant oh. um, combined into one building. And I swear to God, every time I walk into the building, it, it does. It smells uh, like sandwiches and vomit mm-hmm. simultaneously. Did you not just, a pleasant but, smell? Did you just bathe in pepperoncini? I did not. <laughs> I promise you, I did not. It is the subway bread smells. I guess it's the bread. I think I that must be bread. like the yeah. I think it's the bread. Do you think Jared smells like that all the fucking time? Do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet Jared can't get fucked for that very reason, and also because he looks like a looks like a nymph. And he's got all that weird hangy skin. <laughs> oh my god. You know, it's all I just hang it like out. If he extended his arms, he could catch a breeze and fly, <laughs> just float away. Goodbye, kids. <laughs> Thank you I'm for hungry. leaving. You smell like you smell like so much pepperoncini. <laughs> now the air smells like it. I hate you, Jared. Hey, listen, damn flying squirrel. Hey, listen, let's go. Let's make some money. Guys, in the new year, you know what my big thing is? Uh, you can exp- Are you going to tell us? Yeah, I'm going to tell you. don't need to guess because that would be actually unsettling if you did. Weirder fucking. Uh-huh. It's gotten so vanilla from right? me and all my girls that I really – I want to try to integrate some new, some new things. All my girls and guys that I'm out there making love to – either making love to or just – Wait, you are conf- you are confessing oh. to adultery on our podcast. Bisexual. Your wife You're like casually to. discussing infidelities. Listen, these things used to seem unsettling to me. I remember being a square like you, and then I bought, uh, I got myself a, uh, a twist up nipple sucker uh-huh. for sixteen ninety eight at extremestraints.com. That's my favorite it- Ray Stevens song. It opened my eyes. And <laughs> oh, extend- yes, they call him the twist up nickel sucker. This, this little beauty opened my eyes and extended my nipples. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and it was just the start of my journey. And I think in 2013, I want to get, I want to get, like, I want to see where my boundaries are. I want to find your boundary question. in 2013. Quick question. Okay. Does exploring uh, new outlets in the bedroom force you? To cheat on your significant other. No, there's no connection between the two. Okay. I I just I like to murder people after sex. Whoa. That's one, that that's is, one of the I'm things that's sure the that's, mantis. I, I, uh, I can't believe you caught me. 
I, Scotland I, Yard has been after you for now years. Now listen, extreme restraints does not support praying mantis style murdering your partner after your multiple Then partners why are we after. talking about it during the advertisement that they paid us for? Somewhere Listen, someone is calling Interpol right at this moment, Justin. I've got him. I got the praying man. Uh, they've got everything at streamrestraints.com. They don't they've have lube. Done- I heard a rumor they don't have lube. They don't. <laughs> don't be. Don't get it twisted. They've got lube. They've got dungeon furniture. Unless you want to get it twisted, at which point they have they, stuff for that. They do too. have that. They have things for getting it twisted. They have sex aids, which is not what you think. Um, Did they have... They ha- um, so I was making muffins the other uh-huh. day, and I ran out of boy butter. Can I get? <laughs> do I have to go to the HEB to get more boy butter, or can they help me out in that regard? No, you don't have to get boy butter at, at the store and uh, uh, suffer through the judgmental looks of Darlene, the cashier. You can get it in the privacy of your own home. They have a ton of silicone Do they have country cock? They have country cock. <laughs> They also have, I, can't I can't believe it's not butter, and I also can't believe what it really is. <laughs> they have uh, they have Swiss Navy lubricant, which mm-hmm. is the only lubricant on the site with a confrontational picture of a man holding the bottle and staring you dead in the eye. <laughs> the rest of them are, are have the have the uh, the sense to just leave a bottle there and let you judge yeah, it on your that own. That one is like you ever been fucked by a JPEG? <laughs> <laughs> Here's this picture. Here's the great thing about ExtremeStrengths.com. Uh, first off, the girl on the front page is wearing a Santa hat, which I think is festive. Mm-hmm. Secondly, if you use the coupon code MIDDLEST, you're going to be able to save 20% on uh, on your purchases there. So that's great. I, I would love it if, if 2013 was went down in history as the year that began a sexual revolution. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you say began, is, you mean you mean like continued and expanded, right? Like What do you mean? I, I'm saying it's foolhardy to think that 2013 is the year when people are like first start going like. I'm all I'm right. Saying let's that try. It's, it's time stuff. to give up our deeply Protestant, almost Amish-like ways. Um, of you know, <sighs> lights off. You know, one one position, crying afterwards, and we yeah. just need to like revolution. Then, I think we need to move beyond the classic. You know, dinner, mm-hmm. dancing. Love making, murder, hide mm-hmm. the body. I uh-huh. think we need to get good, but let's break our cycles this year, you know? Yeah, I I agree for so many reasons. <laughs> uh, so go to sh- extremerestraints.com, use the coupon code MIDDLEST, and you're going to save 20%. And you help keep us in business, you help keep them in business. So it's all, it, it's a win win win. And the third win is for how big your boner will be. Mm-hmm. That's or your lady win. boner, or your lady boner. If that's they have those, you can buy one of those too. Who cares? Hey, this year I'm invited to three different New Year's Eve parties, and I have no idea which one I should go to. Here are the deets on each. Let's take turns. Party one is a fancy dinner party. It's in quotes because I don't know if it's ironic fancy or genuine fancy, and it's hosted by my male best friend who I've been in love with for years, but he has a girlfriend now, and I drink and get sad. Party two involves my female best friend and some mutual friends I sort of know trekking into New York City on New Year's and singing and drinking our hearts out at a karaoke bar. But besides my friend, I don't like many of the other people and I really can't enjoy karaoke unless I'm plastered. 
Party one is a fancy dinner party. No, and no, Griffith. No, I wasn't paying attention. Party three involves just. Ha- I thought we would read them in like a random order. Okay, we did. It just happened to be the first one and then the second one. Party three involves just hanging out a group of people I like a lot and haven't seen in ages. We probably cook, drink, watch some BBC Sherlock, and maybe play some Clue. But this doesn't seem nearly as exciting as the other two options. That's from Nebulous in New Jersey, and you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> you have among your options a gr- the best party that yeah. you could go to. I can hang out at a party that will make me sad. I can hang out with some dicks I don't like, or I can have the best night of my life watching BBC Sherlock and recreating it while playing Clue and getting drunk with your friends and cooking with your friends that you haven't seen in ages that you love. What are you? What are you, what are you fucking like? <sighs> Why are you punishing to, yourself? Okay, to be fair. I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say I totally understand. Okay, hit me. Because New Year's has all of this baggage behind it where you have to feel like it was an epic thing. On any other night, this would be a really clear choice. But for some reason, when New Year's rolls around, I go through this too, where if I'm presented with several different options, but one seems more low-key than the others, I feel like I'm doing New Year's a disservice. Interesting. Okay, I can see that. I can see how you'd want to feel connected to the world at large on and you wouldn't necessarily uh want to hold up i i can't think of any honestly like i i can the the new year's that i proposed to my wife is the only new year's i can think of that wasn't in some fashion a slight disappointment mm-hmm. i remember um, being like 12 and enjoying the shrimp plate my mother had put out <laughs> that was pretty great I remember one time I was at a church lock-in at midnight, and I missed the ball and stuff because I was hiding under a desk because we were playing Mm. (laughs) hide-and-go-seek. I don't know. My favorite New Year's are always spent in my my friend's basement with all my buds playing playing games I made in RPG Maker. Mm -hmm. Those are are really good years. I'm telling you, man. It doesn't matter what you do. Just don't be old. Just don't be old. (laughs) Don't get old like us. This is, uh, to quote Matthew McConaughey, man, he said man at the beginning of it, it doesn't matter what you do, bud. All that matters is who you're with when you're doing it, bud. He said, again, I can't stress this enough. Just don't get old. Don't ever get old. (laughs) Don't get old like us. You got to stay young. If there's younger people at one of these and they'll let you drink their youth, then go to one of those. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, I want to throw this out. If you don't know whether a party is ironic fancy or serious fancy, you're going to pick the wrong one. (laughs) (laughs) By making the choice, you will Mm -hmm. actually shape the party. (laughs) Don't just don't go to those parties. Go go play Clue. I am always friends. I always, always want to play Clue and nobody likes playing it with me. Uh, You know, I've made I've made the mistake in the past of when I was presented with several different options, attempting to do all of them in the same night. Mm. So, like, we go to one place from like eight to nine thirty and then we travel to somewhere else for 15 minutes and be there to like eleven twenty, and then try to be somewhere else when the ball dropped and spend the rest of the evening there. It was awful. It was a horrible decision. Yeah. Travis Never Travis pulled that. the Travis pulled the Goldilocks. He, he didn't mm-hmm. do a good job of it. You're not I, I, plan on the thing. Give yourself permission to to not uh, obsess about making the perfect choice. Just make mm-hmm. the one that sounds like the most fun. 
And it sounds and like you've already made that decision. Yeah, you know, you know the right thing to do. And you know what? Do me a favor also. In 2013, let go of this guy. Yeah. He does not deserve you. Mm. Mm. Move on with your life, can, girl can friend. Let, can um, let go of this guy in 2013? Is that the motto? I think that's mm. a bit wordy. I don't think we found it yet. Mm. How about just let go, 2013? Let go. And then we can play that Fru Fru song that was on the Garden States. That was a good. That was a good song. Could you sing a little bit of that for me? Drink up, man, now you can get it in the year. You tell tell yourself goodbye, and then you go away. But it's but they put it through like a tuning filter, is what uh-huh. it's called, and so it sounds like a, like Microsoft Sam is singing to you. Get go, get go, jump in. Send him away. <laughs> See me on my I way think, in 2013. See me on my way in 2013. I it, think that's it the just, mid- it fits every circumstance. Pretty sure that's the Matilda soundtrack. Mm. No, it's actually the George of the Jungle soundtrack, Justin. Okay. Read a what? what the fuck is he saying there? I don't think that he knows what he's saying at that part I, of this. I don't either, but I think he says Frumacera at one point. <laughs> Frumacera. What language and also what does that mean in that language? Well, Frumacera is the ghost in Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you guys know what he's actually saying there? No. Nobody safe, nobody on. I don't think that's what? true. Nobody safe, nobody on. No, that's not true. Is it about baseball? It's about baseball. No runs, no strikes. <laughs> ERA. <laughs> Three p- Point three oh oh batting average. Oh boy. Dukes down, dunks up. <laughs> Keep it on the paint. <laughs> Keep it off the paint. Oh boy. Hey. Griffin, you got any more Yahoos you want to do? A, or you want to do a, another regular question or what? No, I got a lot. Um Jesus. Be safe, Leon. Um I have one about McDonald's, but we just did fast food. First down. Three to go. Um uh, I don't think any sports commentator has ever said first down, three to go. <laughs> this uh, Yahoo answer was also sent in by Ira Ray, who is uh, quickly becoming who wants a to know a gold member, platinum platinum member. Justin, how are you always going to make that joke? Yes, and it's not a joke; it's a tick. <laughs> it's Tourette's, basically. This Yahoo was asked by Project X, who asks. How can I be more Forrest Gump style? Mm. No, not being an artistic in the way that Gump is. <laughs> I'm sorry, one more time. No, not being an artistic in the way that Gump is, but by the way he wins respect. How can I be a good person like Gump is and win girls? <laughs> but not by being artistic. Here you go, college humor, Forrest Gump and style. Just go ahead. You can do that for free. You can have that one. I love I love when we get a question that just by asking the question negates the possibility of what the person is asking happening. What do you, do, do you think the fact that he could use a computer, you mean? No, I'm saying by the fact of saying, how can I be more like Forrest Gump? You know, not like artistic or anything, but just nice so girls like me and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, guess what? That ain't happening. That's the thing about Gump, though. I, uh, what Of all the people to want to be like to right? try to get chicks, is that the only thing you want to get girls? Because there's like other 
Be like a cool rider in Grease too. Like you could do anything. Not only that. There's more Tom Hanks characters you could have picked. I mean, there are, narrow there, it down. How do I be more like the guy from Big? There are more characters in the movie Forrest Gump that he could have picked. <laughs> you could have picked Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan is awesome. Dan. He got that that uh, the lady from Saigon and marry him. Mm-hmm. Right? He gets magic legs. You get magic legs. Oh, spoilers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. He could be like in the movie Big. Did you guys? Okay. Have you guys watched Big recently? No. Nah. Okay. I mean, well, I've listened. Here's the thing about Big that I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. She, she fucks a she, little kid. She fucks a little kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has sex with a boy and then who's a man, and then watches as that man transforms into a boy in an oversized what suit. What they never address is the uh, shortly thereafter her spiral into dementia. Just massacre, right? Just lit. And you know that Mary Kay Letourneau uses this exact excuse. Well, you don't understand. You see, for, when I met him, how, he was a man. How was for a brief moment he was an adult man, and it wasn't weird. And then it got we weird. We find after. the defendant <laughs> not guilty. Not guilty. Um, you got Zoltan. <laughs> how, was, how was people of the court? I wish to present my next surprise witness, Zoltan. Zoltan, to the stand, please. How how was Big Tom Hanks comfortable enough? Oh, by the way, I hope that this Yahoo Answers asker is okay with the fact that we're just not going to talk about that anymore. Nope. <laughs> how was Big Tom Hanks already comfortable enough with his now, ma- Okay, his- I, I need to clarify I need to clarify something real quick before we move on. Okay, okay. Do you mean Tom Hanks from the movie Big or, <laughs> or you, Giant is, Tom Hanks? Is this an affectionate nickname you have for him? <laughs> Big Tom. Big Tom. How did Biggie Tom in the movie Big? <laughs> Big Tommy Hanks. Big Big Tommy Hanks in the movie Big as Tom okay, Hanks. Go on. Got it. Who uh-huh. he played. How did he get biographically? That really happened to Tom Hanks, you guys. It's based on a true story. <laughs> how did he get comfortable enough with his man dick to like know how to use it on a woman and not be like, um, uh, oh no. He was thinking about baseball during sex because like that's all that he he was twelve. That and that's what twelve year olds think about is baseball. <laughs> He was also thinking about Power Rangers. How much game does I, it, I don't think a little kid could grow up that many years that that quickly and then like two weeks later be like fucking a grown woman and know like what to do down there. I don't I don't know. He's just getting used to having hair down there. Mm-hmm. Oh God, you know that issues too. If you had a weird Tom oh, Hanks man. bush just sprout up uh-huh. like no, in, no, nothing in a weird few about this seconds. conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Let's yeah, talk more about Tom Hanks's pubes. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> what do you think? First, like, have you Justin? seen? Do you think the, you guys... the curtains match the drapes? <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen Cloud Atlas yet? <laughs> he sculpts his bush into eight different characters' bushes, <laughs> and depending on if his bush is good or bad, he either moves up or down the scale. Oh my God! He had to wear hammer my... pants on this set of Castaway <laughs> to fit it on. <laughs> He's so method. He refused to trim his own bush for the same amount of time the guy in Castaway would have. Mr. Ha- Mr. Hanks, Big Tommy, hair and makeup and downstairs hair is ready for you. You can go back to your trailer, please, forever. It's in every contract, though. Like, if you want Tom Hanks, I'm gonna, I'll you cut it with his bush. I'll cut it with a 
Ice skate. No, Tom. Tom, you don't have to. During the filming of Joe versus the volcano, he was just constantly terrified. He just didn't want it to burst into flames out there. Highly, highly flammable. Do you think he had a weird crew cut down there during Forrest Gump? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Cut it clean, high and tight. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He would never trim his pubes. Nope. Well, then he loses his power. Right. <laughs> his his affability is He's tied like to pubic his pubic Samson. <clears throat> Sorry? Pubic Samson. Pubic Samson. Got it. Got it. His affability comes from the length of his pubes. And if you try to trim them down, you get a, you know, you get a, you get a angels and demons or a da Vinci code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. You let them go, grow and, and, and get crazy down there. You know, you get yourself a, uh, uh, What's a good, what's a good tying movie? It's bachelor party. Is what bachelor party. Okay. Money pit. Yeah, you get a bachelor party. Now in the Polar Express, mm-hmm. will there be digital pubes? Will I? For us, will there be some sort of animator, some sort of artist? They actually wanted to do the Polar Express in 1994, mm. and the technology could do everything mm-hmm. <laughs> except individually. Render Tom Hanks pubes right. underneath, and then, and then a little company called Pixar came along <laughs> mm-hmm. and developed really advanced pube technology. They originally were Dixar, and <laughs> then they switched. Now, in the movie Toy Story, <laughs> <laughs> from certain angles in certain lights, when the light is cast in a certain way across the woody figurine, maybe mm-hmm. when he's looking at the bottom of his shoe, we get a little pink of his jeans. <laughs> <laughs> to infinity and beyond indeed mm. you could get lost in there now I want pubes too Tim Allen says <laughs> Tim Tim, Al- are you just reading my favorite children's book <laughs> man that was a good blu-ray the, the toy story blu-ray mm-hmm. oh with, with the HD you can really see the bush oh man yeah it's a righteous bush I think everybody Came into this show. came into this episode without having a New Year's resolution, and now their New Year's resolution is to stop listening to my brother, my brother, and me. You can blame them and to try to erase the last ten minutes from their memories. Good God, luck. They're never gonna. God, this is gonna be one of those running gags that I'm gonna get real, real tired of. Anytime a Tom Hanks movie's on TV, someone tweeting at me about the size of his bush. I can see it. I can see it. You're right. All that, you can't see it. Don, but whatever up. you do, listen, people at home, whatever you do, all jokes aside, do not stare deeply into it. <laughs> Don't, you'll you will lo- see your own death. <laughs> all that I'm saying is that Tom Hanks has never gone full frontal in a movie. We've been waiting for it. God knows we've we been can't. waiting for when it. He, when he does, it looks like he's wearing fur pants. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is that we have no way of disproving this. So. He was actually full frontal through most of the burbs. You just, the camera... <laughs> Was such a way. Okay. The camera adds 10 pounds to your bush. I'm done. Okay. That's it. We're done. This has been my brother, my brother, and me, uh, an advice show for the modern era. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again. God knows why you do. Um, if you're uh, if you're going to get fit the new year, I would highly recommend heading over to uh, photography.com, fitocracy.com. We got a my brother, my brother, me group there. Just oh, search nice. for it. Yeah, we can all uh, we we got 135 members right now with 6,000 <laughs> workouts between them. Wow! So if you want to get fit, come on, join the group. Um, I'm gonna hop back in there, try to get fit 
first of the year. Trav, I know you're working out some. You should. Yeah, it's like, I feel it's, like that's cheating though, because I like do it a lot. Is that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, you're supposed to. Uh, you log your workouts, and then you get points for everything you do, and you can like level up in your fitness. Hmm. It seems like something you would you would dig, Trav. Um, but anyway, that's at fitocracy.com, and just search for my brother, my brother, me in the groups. Um, thank you, and everybody. Guys, Sorry, Trav, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and guys, in all seriousness, go check out Extreme Restraints if you still have it at this point. They're awesome, and they are just they sponsoring really, us. They send us nice emails the all the time and talk about how great all of our listeners are and how happy they are to be, like, advertising. And God knows we're happy, too. So, so Yeah, so go check it out. ExtremeRestraints.com. Keep on code middle list. We love you. Um, thank you to everybody tweeting about the show. Thank you to DCBY11, uh, Nicola Courtney, Cave, Child, Hallways, Coy Moore, uh, Alex Solak, uh, Sergeant Smitty, Space Invader, Pop Pow, Esquire, Every Bear, Kith and Kin Books, Jess Fink. Uh, everybody who, who listens to the show and tweets about it and helps us spread the word. Um, bit.ly forward slash It's Mabim Bam is the uh, link to our sampler. I'm going to update that this year. Uh, if you would like to suggest something, get a form going on uh, uh, MaximumFun.org mm-hmm. in our forum section. Uh, just get a thread of those bits you'd like to see included for the sampler, and I'll, I'll check that out and see which one you guys like. While you're there, while you're on the MaximumFun.org, uh, go listen to the other shows on the network. Stop stop podcasting yourself. Throwing shade. Jordan Jesse, Go. Judge John Hodgman, Risk, The Memory Palace, all Bullseye, all great, great programs for your ears, and they're all free. So go go listen to those. And in 2013, one of our New Year's resolutions is we're going to try to do more live shows because we've really been slacking off. Um, and so if you have suggestions for either cities we should do it in or venues we can do it in in those cities, make sure to post those on the forum as well. Just don't be a dick about it. We're not coming to Buffalo, you know? Come on. Come on. We're we're busy, guys. That's uh, Bush League. I want to thank... I can't even hear that word anymore. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, which is on the album uh, Putting the Days to Bed, which you can find online, and uh, you should you should buy and listen to. I've actually got back into it. I don't know why I got the bug. Maybe it's because I listened to John Roderick and John Colton's Christmas album, which Justin got me for Christmas. Thank you, Justin. You are very welcome. Um, there's also a t-shirt there's a t-shirt in the box um and just thank you everybody seriously it's been the best year ever yeah you guys are the best um uh, thanks for sticking with us sorry we don't have a new official motto but we'll find it in 20 we'll come up with something we'll come up with something um i really like keep it on the paint because it can apply to like so many things <laughs> this final yahoo answer was sent in by christopher cook thank you christopher it's by yahoo answers user indian government sucks who asks? How Brits can live in UK, which is full of haunted house? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. <laughs>